Hello everybody, welcome to The Goof Zone, episode 5, a podcast about mental health and general silliness. It's me, Jackson Tyler, as always, with Destiny Sturdivant, and Matthew Marco, special guest, is here to talk about learning. It's a light episode, no trigger warnings, it's a good time, about an hour or so long. Please listen, please enjoy. This episode is brought to you by me. I'm wearing. <laughs> we can't begin the thing with a reference to other podcasts. Please go to meundies.com/goof to get your free pair. It's like twenty percent off your first order. I think is what it is. I get I get them confused because every podcast has the same six advertisers. I know, right? Uh, have any of yours been doing that fantasy? DraftKings.com. Yeah, DraftKings. Yes, That's yes. A new one. 
Oh, um, see that me. I've been listening that, to that's a, wrestling. I've been listening to a lot of wrestling podcasts, and they've had <laughs> DraftKings for a long time, but now it's like spilled over into podcasts that don't normally have that. Yeah, the best show is always sponsored by DraftKings. Because when we were watching um, the last pay per view, whatever it was, there were just ridiculous DraftKings adverts, and they looked made up. I don't is DraftKings real? Yeah, yes. or is it a joke? Some of my it's... wrestling podcasts have now gone on to Poker Stars, so look forward to that in your other podcasts in six months. Because apparently, is it two thousand and one? Apparently, wrestling <laughs> podcasts are just the cutting edge of advertising. <laughs> you know, that doesn't surprise me that wrestling is secretly at the cutting edge of all things advertising. <laughs> if wrestling knows one thing, they know brands. That's yeah, true. Good point. Yeah. Welcome to the Goof Zone. I am Jackson, with Destiny as usual. Hello. Hello. And with us, we have special guest, Matthew Marco. I, some I'm not that special. I'm really <laughs> a guest. I think you're special. <laughs> Oh, I'm actually going to put in a studio audience R effect there. So either either I did, or there's just an awkward silence where the pause was. I think you're special and a guest, so take that. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But not the two combined, apparently. Okay. Uh, You can only be one. Yeah. To be fair, this is the only show on uh, the Jackson Tyler Podcast Network I have not (laughs) been on yet. So I guess that's true. The Jackson Tyler Podcast Network is just podcast we do. Yeah, but you're the one who's on all of them, not me. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I, Destiny's yeah, on all of them, but she's also a part of Badland Girls, which is not a part of this network. So, you know, she yep. doesn't count. We don't actually have a formal podcast network. No. That's why this is so disordered and just, ah, we do things. It's whatever. probably easier if we did, but I can't imagine trying to think up a name for it, so we're not going to. And also, arranging that would be ridiculous. Just as, like, it'd be a cool thing to have, like, it all under a formal umbrella. We'd call it... We could could literally put podcast network producers on our uh, resumes, and it would be true. (laughs) Destiny has a name. Hold on, I'm trying to... Okay, I had it. Sturdyco. No, no. Sturdyco. No. (laughs) No. Sturdemarkoler. Tidico. 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 Tidico's good. T Y D I K O. Tidico. Tidico. Okay. And sure everything thing. is just like 50s, like marketing ad read. Welcome to the Tidico podcast. Go on, do your best 50s marketing ad read. Uh. Welcome to the Tidico Outer Hour, brought to you by Lucky Strike. And uh, it's good. What's what's what would uh, Charleston Chew? <laughs> what else has been a, 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 a what else has been featured on Mad Men? Burma Shave. I've never watched Mad Men. I'm just talking about old brands I know from oh. being an old person at heart. That's nuts. that's true. That's nuts. I've true. I've smoked my fair share of Lucky Strikes, even though they're technically not on sale in this country. I know nothing about any of that. We should probably start talking about stuff. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. What, How's everyone doing? I'm okay. I uh, had a bit of a headache today. So. I'm trying to remember why I started smoking Lucky Strikes. <laughs> why did you? Because it did felt you like the cool old no, man thing they to are do? The, they are the official cigarette of some fictional character that might or might not be Solid Snake. <laughs> well... I, I can't tell you. 
Maybe it's Solid Snake. I don't know. I, I, would I know Google Big Lucky Boss Strike smokes cigars, but Solid Snake smokes cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Apparently, we can't escape Metal Gear Talk no matter what podcast we're on. Whoops. Whoops. I just Uh-oh. want you to know that all of the concerns about marketing to children and making them smoke are true. I smoked cigarettes because Solid Snake did. I remember is- being a kid and seeing... Um, uh, like a news spot on Newsround where they talked about how controversial it was that James Bond was smoking again in Die Another Day. I, I don't want to uh, spoil. I mean, like, smoking's bad. Don't do it. But smoking looks cool in all places. Oh, yeah. We watched Cowboy Bebop yesterday, and I was like, Welp, guess I've got a new thing I'm going to do. You, you've, been, you've been smoking on and off for months now. No, you make it sound like I, like, just once, <laughs> like, most, a, yeah. a, like, maybe one a week. I know, uh, but you've been no, you, one you've every made, three you've weeks, made your choice. One every three weeks, though, is not. No, no, no. I'm saying that you smoke on and off in the same way I smoke on and off. Is everyone small? You're like, let's just have something to smoke. Um, it's a I, sometimes uh, food. Yeah. I have never smoked. It's gross. Don't do it, please. I have asthma, so I probably won't. Yeah, that'd be really bad. I mean, you could smoke cigars. You don't inhale those, so you'd be fine. I ah. barely myself so i'm the person who gets grumpy when people are smoking around me mm. me too i actually don't like people smoking around me that's a yeah, whole different it smells thing horrible it's gross yeah like piss off go away get out of my area but i'm trying maybe to be, it yeah. would be a shock to you but i'm kind of a snob when it comes to cigarettes so breaking news <laughs> on this podcast if you have only listened to this specific podcast and this is your first introduction to matt i can't think who you are but i hope you exist matt's kind of a snob well, not about everything just about most things just about the things you care about to be fair i on my way back i was hungry i went to mcdonald's i got a cheeseburger i ate it it was good i'm um more I'm, like i do cloves so i'm like a goth joke mm-hmm. nice i know you're a goth joke <laughs> that's <laughs> destiny stardevant destiny goth joke stardevant yep Yep, let's see. I'm a snob about McDonald's, so... What about it? I can tell when it's bad. I mean, McDonald's, McDonald's is always is bad, bad, Jackson. Oh, it's, always, it's always bad. But, you know, I can, I can be disappointed in McDonald's. That's, you, you know what? You're right. It's true. You can totally be disappointed <laughs> in McDonald's. However, they had just started serving lunch, so the cheeseburger was very fresh. Nice. Yeah, yeah no. You don't want the... Uh, when McDonald's get all... Uh, like cold and whatever. Or, or, and how or like they, they've been under the heat lamp and the bun is like too hard. That's ugh, worse. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Gross and bad. Yeah. Now you, or when the chips, they come right fresh and they're way too hot and not crispy. I don't get fries really anymore, so. I'm the oh. fry eater in this family. Yeah, I like fries. Fries are good. You put the fries on the meat you're eating and you put them in together. What? Really? Yeah, that's what you do. That's, I mean, it sounds all right. I've just never tried it. It's the same thing as like when you're having a breakfast, you'll put sausage on the eggs and eat them together. I mean, I get breakfast burritos, so the sausage comes in the eggs already. Yeah. It is the same theory. You know, when they start serving breakfast all day, I could just get a hash brown patty to put in my burger as a second patty made of potatoes. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That sounds all right. Actually, I might nice. start doing that. I'm going to die of a heart attack. <laughs> uh, Destiny, what, what are you going to say, Destiny? I was going to say that... It kind of reminds me of when you're a kid and you have like a sandwich, like a turkey sandwich in your lunchbox, and then you put potato chips on the sandwich, like uh, yeah. 
crisps, as you call them over there. My uh, mm-hmm. my big ex got me in the habit of putting uh, plain Lay's potato chips on my hot dogs, and they were very good. I remember doing nice. that growing up. I also used to dip my French fries in my milkshakes. Yeah, no, that's totally, that's the best. Why wouldn't you do that? Everybody only does that. Only if they're chocolate. Yes, I, only I if put, they're chocolate. Uh, if I get hash browns at Burger King, I would always put grape jelly on them. That's weird to me. I, I've seen you do it. It's weird, even though I get it. It but tastes it's weird. delicious. I've done it. I did it my whole childhood, and I've done. I still do it when I get them, even though I don't really get them that often. But I've been on a lot of road trips where I end up eating uh, Burger King for breakfast. I feel like Burger King's breakfasts are too greasy. They are, but I usually don't have an option. Mm-hmm. Their French toast sticks actually don't have any like animal products in them, as far as I know. I so don't know how you make those. French toast without eggs, but. I don't know either, but I'm sure there's something French... horrible. Somebody's gonna write in and go, actually, Destiny. There's some French toast is just toast. French toast is just toast and eggs. Yeah. So <laughs> how does that even happen? I don't know. I've read the ingredients. There's no trace of egg in them, as far as I can tell. Okay, that would worry me. Well, yeah, like I try not to get them all the time, but I get I've gotten them before, and it's uh, they good. They good. They're greasy, but they're, they're like suitable when you have nothing else to eat. And when they're when what? they're cold, they taste really gross. Yeah, they're awful. Yeah. You have to eat them super fast. Mm-hmm. That's true of most things. I yeah. disagree. As cold pizza aficionado, me. I can't yeah, but I, do like, that. I'm terrible to talk about food in all circumstances because I am the most t- worst with food, and it makes me anxious, and it's like ties into my Asperger's and stuff, and I like don't try things, mm-hmm. so I don't I don't eat that much food. Or, or when I do, I like eat it in very specific ritualistic ways. So when I was younger, I wouldn't put the hot dogs in the bread because I was like, that's wrong. Which led to a moment when far too old to actually discover this. I put the hot dog in the bread and was like, oh, that's why everyone puts the hot dog in the bread. That's really it tastes funny. way better. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it goes together. Okay, I oh, see what go- this is about. Oh, okay, and then oh. yeah, that's how I started like trying combo. Like that's how I started sh- trying combinations of food that I already liked. Uh, so that's my. I am starting from such a further back place than everyone else. But I'm. It's Whereas fun. I will regularly buy foods I don't think I like just to give them another shot. That's that's that that's open minded. I did that yesterday. I bought some white chocolate. It was good. I'm still not going to buy white chocolate every time, but it's, every once in a while, you just want some white chocolate, I guess. White chocolate's good. No, it's not. I mean, it's fine, but it's not. It's barely chocolate. In some circumstances, I like it better than it is chocolate just. Chocolate. It is just nice sweet milk fat as a solid. You 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 say this is a bad thing. It's. I guess it's not a bad thing, but when I want chocolate, it's not what I think of. Fair enough. I yeah. It's, I like it, but it's a different thing. Welcome. What are we doing? What was that? I don't. I don't happened. know. You told we me to show up to this. Food. I was like, Jackson. I don't really have that much to talk about here. I feel weird, and you're like, do it anyway. And so I did. Well, yeah. we usually start by talking about how our weeks went, and it's yep, a Sunday, so we question. should have a nice full week to talk about. Love to be round. How was your week, Destiny? Mine was all right. Uh, it was really busy. Because of uh, me and Rhea Dahauer, my co-host at BadlandGirls.com, we had a show. Ask for it by name. <laughs> we did a we did a show at a little rock and roll art gallery called the Sweatshop Gallery for the first Friday in Benson. There's a neighborhood in <laughs> Omaha called Benson. Every first Friday of the month, they have like block parties and whatnot. And our friend Becky. 
and her band All Young Girls and Machine Guns put together this 44 band Femme Fest featuring, you know, ladies in music. And they all played at different, because there's tons of different venues in Benson. So they had different bands at different venues all at once. And we were one of them. And we rehearsed every single night of the week. I had no time to like do anything but that. So it was a pretty tiring week. Work was really depressing. It was very moody, very grumpy, very unhappy. Uh, unless I was with Rhea singing goofy songs about genitalia and salad. Oh, uh, yeah. My two favorite things. I want to point out that the implication of asking for Badland Girls by name implies that, like, off-brand ones like Wasteland Chicks and Blasted Earth Femmes exist, and I want those to be true, too. Oh, shit! I want to know both of those groups. They sound like cool ladies. We are the Blasted Earth Femmes. I want to be the good. Blasted the BEFs. Earth Femmes. The BEFs. I feel like... Uh, Rhea and I missed out on a great naming opportunity. I remember the hour-long argument you and Rhea had in her car, but I was there about whether or not you should rename Badland Girls, like, almost three years ago now. That's because we felt weird because we were both, well, she's in her 30s now, and I'm about to be 30, and we felt weird calling ourselves girls. Mm-hmm. I I am I can just imagine Matt sitting in the car in silence while this argument's going on. No, no, no. I was I was happily advocating to change the name. Oh, what what was the alternative? They hadn't decided yet. I never did. Okay, I well guess. that's why that yeah, that's why you're not going to change it. If you don't have an alternative, you're done. Well, no, we that's had a the- list, but none of them were very good. It was like skeleton sisters. Well, one of them was female trouble, which was not decided That's on good. for like three reasons. Because one, it's a pre-existing movie, and mm. like also like the same arguments you can use against like girls as like a title you can use against female. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, exactly. That's yeah. the other problem we had. And then like trying like then we were like, do we want to gender the name at all? But then uh, for some reason, taking that out made it even harder to make like a kitschy fun name. And then we decided, well, we're already pretty established as the Badland Girls. Let's just keep it. Inertia in naming is the worst. You just have to understand. Whenever you think of a name, that's the name it's going to be, even if you thought it was just a transitional name. That's true. As people who have written things and named characters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't actually think you need to put a lot of thought into it, but you have to know that whatever you do is going to stick. Yeah, it just has to be not terrible enough. Or, we like Badland Girls. Really terrible. Badland Girls is a good thing. Oh yeah, I think we in our podcasts, all all of our podcasts, we have done good with naming. Evan Slees Bagano. <laughs> Evan Slees Bagano. Is that a Star our Wars po- character? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I actually don't know who it is. I just know the name. <laughs> Star Wars is du- weird. Tune in to Trash Make Ratio for one Destiny Servant's opinion. Of Star Wars Episode One. Uh, yeah, that's. Tease. I'm not gonna spoil my opinion here, but yeah, no, look but for that. Look oh, for that. How was your week, Jackson? Um, I uh, yeah, I guess I'll go next, and we'll go to Matt afterwards as the guest, the special guest. Uh, my week was okay. Yeah. Um. So this week was basically the culmination of a thing I talked about. Uh, in like episode two when I was destroying my brain by writing a bunch of needler things and like turning playing video games into a giant project and I am free of that at last I'm free 
Yay. I'm actually free. Uh, and it, so instead of writing about every single Metal Gear game under the sun and just m- producing too many words for a human being to produce, I'm now just sitting around and it, like diving into enjoying a thing and engaging with something, which is strange in other ways because then you just feel yourself pouring yourself into the next thing in completely different ways. And I don't know, I need to, I know from this week that I need to find a way to like be able to just pace myself across all things rather than just going from uh, event to project to movie to game or whatever and pouring all of me into everything at all times. Because it's very exhausting to live that way. Oh, I, I imagine. I mean, I've, I've had stuff where that, I've had times in my life where that's come up and, and it's not fun. No. Uh and that's one of my default ways of living because I'm either I'm either on something or I'm not, and I'm trying to get better at that. But I did, I don't know. I'm I'm at least free of this thing, and I realize what to replace it with. So things are good. What are you replacing are it with? Do you want to share? Well, we had that conversation where I was like, "Oh, the thing that I was pouring myself into before was this like creative thing, and I was able to um, pour." into that like the actual process of what was going on in my head whereas with a critical project you're just writing about something else and i was like mentioning myself but i was way less in it uh so it ceased to be this form of process emotional processing as a creative work and just became a drag and a need rather than anything actually helpful and realizing that is basically what freed me of it good good so I'm going to do something creative next. We'll see what it is. I don't know, because I finished that script and next we'll do something else. It's it's probably on a website now. I don't know. I don't know how much, how much I'm going to publicize that, but I guess if you want to read it, you can. Cool. That's my very enthusiastic bit there. But Matthew, how was your week? Um, You know, it's kind of poor. Yeah? I, uh... So I kind of just came off a really big project that uh, made me super stressed out. And I Mm -hmm. don't really know where to put that energy now because, like, I have another new project that I want to start, but it's also really exhausting and I kind of just want some time off. But I also don't know how to take time off without being anxious about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I've kind of just been working on longer term projects that are, like, low priority, but, like, trying to get those worked through. Uh, And I don't know. Like, I've got this thing where I'm, like, I'm turning 30 soon, so I should, like, buy clothes that would, like, reflect, like, an idea of myself that I'm not even sure is real. But I'm spending way too much money on that, and that makes me very anxious. What makes you feel that it isn't real? Because I don't know why I'm doing it. I'm not... Okay, I guess I'm not sure I'm doing it, like, for my actual happiness, or this idea that it might, like, unlock some part of my brain that would be into it once it's done, but I won't know until it's done. Any sort of experimentation with your looks, like, if you're just doing it out of curiosity, I think that's just as valid as, like, uh, you know, doing it for the sake of doing it. And, like, I'm okay with that, except for the part where it's, it's already cost me, like, $200. That does suck. And I, yeah, I get really anxious part. when I spend a lot of money. But think about it this way, like you're spending it on stuff that kind of will help you feel more like, is it a w- th- way to feel more mature? 
Um, no, because I'd be buying different clothes if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to get into it? Like, do you want to talk about... I, I actually don't... don't know what the, the answer is. Like, it's just like... I, I've i never it, been a person who, like, sees, like, cares about how I project that way, but I know you're all about it, and, like, I know a lot of people who are all about it, and I figured I'd at least give it a good go to see if maybe it would work for me, but right now I'm in this flux phase where I'm, like, not ready to, like, I'm not done with all the assemblage yet, and so I don't know how I feel about it other than it's a big outlay for, like, a maybe that I might be into, uh, but we'll see. Yeah, it's it sounds like reconciling the tension of... It's okay to not know what I want with... To, I have to know what I want before I invest money in a thing. And I already made the choice that that's not the case. Like, I'm willing to just invest the money. But mm-hmm. I'm not in a comfortable enough place where I can feel okay just dropping $200 and not be anxious about it. So until oh, it's yeah. all taken care of, I'm going to be anxious. Because I still have more things to go before I'm done. Mm-hmm. I mean, dropping $200 on anything is stressful. I so mean, I get yes that, and no. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go buy a, a new 3DS for $200, and I'm not going to blink about it. I won't feel bad for a second. Because I know that that's a thing that I will enjoy a lot of. I, like, buying clothes and, like, getting a look together is so counter to, like, my person. I'm not, I can't guarantee that I'm going to, like, find it worthwhile once I'm done. But maybe. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you were thinking about buying the 3DS, you said to me, like, you, like, there was a moment of, wait, am I buying the right one? Should I get the other one? Like, I feel like... Both of us have this thing where if we're spending a lot of money on something and it's not right, then that's like it, ha- it has to be right if we're spending money on it. I mean, like I had a moments of worry, but I've basically decided to go through with yeah. it. That's it's different a, yeah, than it's, it's, it's I felt weird thing. about this thing for like a week and a half now. So okay, that's true. Fair enough. Good point. But no, that's that sounds good. No, it's really exhausting. It. I don't know. I'm 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 tired of it. I wish I was just rich so I wouldn't have to worry about this stuff. <laughs> me too me too how many problems of yours would be solved if you just had a, like a reasonably less limited amount of resources you don't even have to be rich you just have to be comfortable right all of all of them i mean it wouldn't be all of them that's not realistic i think everyone like it is a fact that like people with money still have problems and like i think Here's 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 what I say. I think there'll be like six specific problems all internal that would remain. Every other problem would be new and generated by different things. That's fair. Yeah, that's probably the right answer. Like they'd be replaced. Like there's strong internal things that will never go away no matter what happens to me in like situation. But in terms of situational worries, they'll just be replaced by different ones. Because mm-hmm. I know if I had lots of money, I'd be anxious in different ways. But that'd be I'd, from from over here looks pretty good. Yeah, it probably would be pretty good. I'd tr- I'd trade those worries. Ground control to Major Tom Ground control to Major Tom Take your protein pills and put your helmet on Ground control to Major Tom Seven Commencing countdown engines on Three, two, check ignition And may God's love be with you This is ground control to Major Tom 
Uh, I guess we want to get into our topic since we have our guest here. So we wanted to talk about learning and the different mm-hmm. sort of things that come with... We... Sorry. Well, we were exhausted uh, of every week's topic just being us diving into the varied insecurities of our being. So we thought we'd get someone else to do that instead. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> and we we picked our good friend Matt, who is in all the other podcasts and you probably know them. Uh I don't think you asked me to do this to- if you wanted me to bear my insecurities, no, you no. wouldn't pick this topic. Nope. <laughs> no. You, you're right. We didn't actually think that, but I was 
as saying that last bit, it sounded good. Okay. Uh, I thought it was more of a joke, more of a goof, if you will. More of a goof, a goof in this zone we have created in which to enclose them. Are the goofs enclosed in the goof zone? Do we have to, like, free them? Free the goofs? Uh, yeah, I yeah. don't believe in prison, in prison, imprisoning the goofs. Imprisoning the so goofs. how much Sad. is goof zone a reflection of Superman 2 slash Man of Steel? Where they lock what... criminals in the phantom zone. Oh. <laughs> um... I don't, I don't know. It's 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 all a reflection of Man of Steel. Aren't we all truly a reflection of Man of Steel? Of course. Yeah, probably. Of course. Probably on some level. So learning. What the reason um I wanted to bring Matt in is Matt is the person I know who has the uh like most to me aspirational ethic of like being uh like prioritizing learning as the thing that is done by you as an individual rather than learning as a thing that you did at a time at places like you go to school you go to college or whatever but learning itself is like separate from that and matt has a strong ethos with that so we thought we'd bring them in and talk about that so yeah uh so i guess like do you want me to talk about like the why or do you want me to just talk about the fact of we can just start from anywhere this will just be a conversation they always are like we don't have plans we just start and go so i with the why. Okay, the why is going to maybe sound... Okay, so I told myself I'm just going to sound, like, braggy on this, but whatever. It's just going to be... I can't avoid it. So I grew up really good at school. Like, formal going to American public schools. I went to a good school, and I was always, like, in the gifted programs, blah, blah, blah. The problem is, if you're really good at school, school gets really boring, and you're not... Like, there's no incentive to actually try because you don't have to. And what that actually did is, like, lead to me, like, by high school, I was just, like, arguing teachers into not doing work that I didn't think was valuable. Where I'd be like, this paper isn't going to teach me anything I don't already know. If I pass the test, I shouldn't have to write this essay. And a lot of teachers would just be strong-armed into letting me get away with that. That's Uh, crappy teaching. Yeah, I know. Um... And I, I had teachers who were like, you were setting yourself up for, like, a huge blowout. And they were right, but I was too young to listen. So uh, I got through high school with, like, an exceptional amount of college credits from AP classes, but kind of so-so grades because I just wouldn't do homework that I didn't think was, like, interesting. Um, and because I was like, I'm too busy doing my own stuff. I'm not going to do this stuff. Uh, but when I got to college and realized that, like, everyone was like, oh, you'll do really well at college because it's so challenging and different. Uh, i got to college and it's just high school again but you don't actually have to show up to class (laughs) this is exactly what happened to me with the college thing so that's why it's funny and so like i'm i would much rather like stay up till 4 a.m having interesting conversations with people than go sit in group discussions and argue about shakespeare with people who are idiots uh at like eight in the morning i'd much rather sleep till noon you know, like, and so my college career was really disastrous. Just like the first year I totally washed out, got kicked out and then like went and got a job. And like, I, I had to prove to myself that I could like actually do it. So I got back in under academic probation or whatever, uh, reapplied and had a semester. I was just like 4.0. I'm like, okay, good. I can do the college. It's not a big deal. Uh, and but then I like money ran out and I'm like, OK, well, I'm, I'm just going to be a person who works instead of a person who goes to college because having money is better than having debt. Uh, that's a fact, bona fide fact. Uh, 
and but the problem is I guess it's twofold. Like I was going to school for like literature, which was a dumb thing to go to school for. Like if you're going to college, like find a thing that it's really important that someone teaches you how to do, I think is like good. Like if you're, if you want to go to learn and not to like network, like network, you can do whatever. You can take a business course like everyone else. Uh, but if you want to learn something, like pick a thing that like needs to be taught. Like you, you can't self teach med school. Like you can't self teach being a lawyer unless you're that guy from Catch Me If You Can. Uh, <laughs> but like I was paying thousands of dollars for essentially a reading list that I kind of already had read half of. And so I felt really weird about it. Um, but when I was done, I'm like, well, I guess if that was what I was getting, I could just kind of do that on my own. And so I started reading a lot of the stuff that I would have read through college anyway. But, uh, like being an adult's really weird. Cause you kind of are just cut adrift. Like you're not responsible to anything other than like providing your own survival. So you, mm-hmm. so like I could just work and pay my bills and I'd come home and do nothing. Like literally nothing. I could just sit and start a wall. Like that girl from audition all day, or I could watch TV. Like I like I don't know who watches TV that's famous. Uh, <laughs> all animal references to draw. Nope, sorry, uh, but I I don't I'm not comfortable with that sort of thing because I feel like like it's valuable as a person to like constantly self improve. Uh, and for me, for a long time, that was just reading. Uh, but as I've gotten older, like I and like I. That was partially because I want to be a writer, but like that didn't either didn't work out or I'm not doing it right now. I don't actually know the answer to that one. Uh, but as that kind of gave way, I'm like, well, I, I'd like to learn other things like skills or like things that I can actually do that like make things that are like rewarding. And for that, there's like a thousand resources in the world and you can kind of just go and find them on your own. Uh, and th- that's kind of all I've been doing, like. Because what what else do you do? Like, I, I don't know what you can do if you're not learning stuff. Well, like, just to speak to my own college experience, like, the first couple of years were super duper easy and very much like the it was it was actually like my last year of high school was harder than my first two years of college. But once I got into like my actual major classes, it got super challenging because it was like hardcore uh you know project type stuff and i feel like i actually did learn a lot because i was pushed to read stuff out of my comfort zone and have discussions about things i never thought about so Mm. like that was really valuable like i'm not saying that college is inherently bad like sometimes i feel that way and like i can come across that way but for me like none of that is stuff that i don't think i didn't get just by like seeking out interesting challenging things on my own I guess a lot of people don't do that, though. Is well, I guess like ultimately, I don't. I don't know why. Because what else do you do as a person? Like, how do you achieve self improvement if you're not seeking out new experiences to challenge yourself with? Mm, well, I guess you know people have different ways they define self improvement. Because some people just you know they go to the gym or they try to be better parents or they go to the I don't know they learn different things through different ways. But like. I guess, like, uh, I'm trying to think of people I know that didn't finish school and what they do to self-improve. Like, I have a coworker that's really into bowling. I have another coworker that... But, like, uh, bowling is a hobby. Bowling isn't, like, a self-improvement, like, path. Like, I don't read as a hobby. I read as a way to, like, inform myself and get better. Yeah, but I build I, mean, I, I build guess... Gundam models as a hobby. 
Well, I mean, as that person I, sees I, that as I, self-improvement because they weren't I don't, as good as it, at it before. Yeah, I don't think that's that's like that much of a of a difference in terms of like this is the thing I, I don't do with I my don't time. see like autodidactivism as a, like a hobby. Well, I mean, I just I I don't I don't I guess I don't see it as a hobby either. But I also feel like but, if like your question was what do people like do with themselves as people and they the, the truth is like you do like you pour yourself into whatever it is you're doing so if it's like you're explicitly super self-aware and saying i'm going to self-improve in these ways like that's like not that much different to like not being that self-aware and just saying i'm gonna uh you know uh, like watch all of the tv series and that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna know about that like people are driven to do things because they want to do them like and, I, like that in and of itself is gross so like, i have i i would agree with oh, that d- 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 wait destiny was gonna say something i have an aunt who uh you know went to college and got like a teaching certificate when she was younger but then didn't really do much with it i think she just kind of ended up doing like daycare from from home most of her life while she raised her kids and stuff and then once her kids became adults, she was like, well, I felt like I didn't really get a complete education. So she went back to school and she just kept like her husband was in the military. So on the GI Bill, she can just have free schooling. So she just takes class after class after class and she's trying to like improve her vocabulary and stuff. And in that sense, I think like that's her way of self-improvement. Yeah, like, but she... we're that's explicitly I'm getting a formal education. So yeah. that's not what we're talking about. Well, I'm just I'm talking about self-improvement. But I'm saying what people do like a- after formal education. Cuz okay. for most people formal education ends at a point. Well, yeah. So I think that like I now I, I lost what was I saying? So blah, blah, blah. So I I'm willing to ex- accept that like people are driven to like self-improve but like the whole point you asked me on is you think the way that i do it is like different and i don't i guess i don't understand what people do that's like not the thing i do the thing that i specifically like that i feel is different i want to talk about is the uh like importance of like structure in learning i guess like for me i find it difficult to like actively learn things on my own without an external formal structure and like building that structure within yourself is the thing that i see as aspirational about how you do it and yeah i would say the same thing like that's the thing that most interests me like the self-motivation because like if i don't have a okay if i don't have like a teacher or a deadline it's gonna be harder for me to stick to stuff uh uh, personally not even a teacher like uh what school or something offers like so my school experience was absolutely terrible uh atrocious in every single way the teaching was bad the classes were bad the learning was bad everything was bad but um i'm going again to a different school this year and hoping that'll be better because i'm a a lot of the things should be able to be fixed because the idea of you are taught by people and then discuss things with people isn't actually like that's 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 a good idea and i don't think i would be like as active in pursuing learning without so okay let's other people let's talk about your film your film course right Yes, yeah. So it was a, it was a script writing course at a media college. So when I when I was wanting when I was going to be a film critic and I was into film as a hobby. Hell yeah, the, that happened. The way I turned that into not a hobby is I read a lot of criticism. I tried to write scripts. I read Save the Cat. I read Joseph Campbell. Like I read mm-hmm. like the things yeah. that people read about that stuff. Uh, I caught up on the news, and then when I was like, as to watching movies, it's like. 
finding your like building your own curriculum so i wanted to be like bone up on like important directors like scorsese or kubrick Mm -hmm. i wanted to have like pet interests that were like my speciality so like i really liked fast and furious before that was like really big i uh i like like kaiju movies which are still not really big once you get past like the main like four uh like i i i tried to be wide in my watching, like both internationally and like age wise, like watch new things and watch old things. Like I like having opinions about Charlie Chaplin and high school musical, like making sure that you like build yourself a well-rounded base to operate on. And you're constantly like challenging yourself is just how you learn any, like to me, it's like, especially like media learning, like when you're (laughs) learning how to either look at or like, participate in an art form the trick is to never be like i told this to someone on twitter never think you're too good for something or something's beneath you but also never back down from like art that is challenging or that you don't think you're good enough for because you can always circle back around later if you hit it and it's like too hard or incomprehensible or like intimidates you or you fail at it mm-hmm. uh but like the secret is just a like pursuing all your interests to their ends and then taking it a step further to where you're like, I'm going to learn the thing that I'm not like excited about, but I think would be helpful to know. But Mm -hmm. also like the trick of learning how to do anything yourself is to create a situation in which you challenge yourself to where you maybe fail, but are okay with that. Yeah. Because like learning is a process of failing until you've acquired skills to do things better. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like, especially in terms of... Oh, that's Nia. Oh, no, yeah. I was just about to say, yeah, like, uh, I think just having interests like film, because I also had the, I'm going to teach myself about film by just trying to watch everything and read everything and write about stuff kind of motivation, too. So, like, I don't know. I relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. And like I say, I feel like I... um like with the podcast we have and the writing we do, like I'm in all those fields, I have made lists. I'm trying to catch up on things and be wide and everything and understand context. Like that's a super important part in terms of media understanding. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I don't ha- like, the thing that I think is like important about either school or like it, it would be as simple as just having a group of friends and saying we are all learning about this together. But it is that like communal shared we are doing this. And I don't, I don't, I, I think- don't know why that's required though it's, it's not required really but like for certain people it helps enrich what they're working on so when i was doing movies i would try to watch a movie a day if i could if i could fit it in but i'd at least watch like part of a movie a day and i would write every day and like mm-hmm. that was important uh yeah because i wanted to write about movies so it required both watching movies and writing about them all the time uh like now it's like I want I'm trying to like draw and learn how to do that. And so I try to draw as much as I can. Uh I'm really busy and I'm trying to like maintain a better life balance of like, you know, I have a video game podcast and I have a book club. And so I can't just drop all my other obligations. But I try to draw every day and try to read about art or like read about techniques of drawing or like watch videos or whatever, because the secret of learning any skill is that there's a thousand people on YouTube who are better than you'll ever be who are willing to teach you. Uh, but also, like, absor- like I try to read more comics. I try to look at more drawings. I try to, like, have a favorites list on Twitter that is just art that I think is, like, oh, I'd love to be able to do that someday. And, like, look at it and try to emulate it and think about it. Uh, but, like, picking up skills is just a matter of immersing yourself as much as you can and constantly taking on challenges that, like... You shouldn't be 
a hundred percent behind any challenge you set for yourself. Like I did a Paper Mario zine for Abnormal Mapping episode, and halfway through, I was done. I was ready to quit. I'm like, this sucks. I hate it. I don't want to do this anymore. But I knew I could do it, and so I did it. Because I had enough time to do it, and I sat down and I made myself do it every night towards the end when I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. But I'm really happy I did that, because I've done, and I feel like I learned a lot doing it. And that's just part of, like, going through the process. Like, Mm -hmm. making yourself do the things you don't want to do uh, like adulthood is a lot of like doing stuff you don't want to do because you have to pay the bills or whatever. And that sucks, but you get used to it. The secret is like applying that to like the things that you want, but like don't have in your life also. Like yeah. I want to be able to draw. So I have to force myself to draw even when I don't want to, to get better. Same goes with writing mm-hmm. yeah, or, or learning writing, to play an or, instrument. Or learning to play an instrument or cook or like writing do your jokes. hair or yeah. write jokes or anything you want to do. You have to like force yourself to do it when you don't want to and when you're bad at it and when you're going to fail at it. Because th- you don't learn anything by doing things right. That's true. And I like I agree with that. But like the, the specific thing that I... W- like think is difficult about learning as a solitary thing is just that like it becomes like being uh like learning as a communal experience is something i find really important to my experience of when i have learned things i learn more when i'm talking to people about stuff than when i am actually doing the stuff myself i think like having a community around it like for some people that's like really really helpful and for others it just it it might not work that way like I'm kind of back and forth on stuff because, like, I know at some point I want to learn a a musical instrument. And that's something where I will probably go and get formal instruction. And I know I want to learn languages. You you can't learn languages. You can have, you can, for a lot of things, like, languages are really specific in that, yeah, you probably, like, you can totally learn language on your own, but it's incredibly hard. And there it's easier ways to do it. Uh, You want to have a conversation partner, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, what I'm saying, like, it's really hard to do it on that on your own. But... I I had a drum teacher like I did, I had instrumental teachers in, in like high school and just gave that up and just did it myself. So for things like, like instruments or drawing or not, or you can take a hybrid approach in that you do what you can on your own and make sure that you are motivating yourself and holding yourself accountable to do the work. And then every once in a while you can like take a class or you can find people who also do that stuff and just like sit down and talk shop. Everyone who has like a passion loves to talk shop about it. Like, people who play instruments love to talk about making music or having instruments or fiddling with, like, amps and stuff. Uh, (laughs) Me and Jackson can talk for hours about how we think podcasts should be formatted because we like that stuff. I can go talk to our friend Tracy about pens and, like, inking and comic art. Even if we don't agree, like, we can talk formal shop about, like, the like art of doing those things and have opinions and, like, learn from that. Let me tell you why 5B sticks are terrible and 7A is what you want. But <laughs> this is drums. But is yeah, drums. so like you can have those experiences and then you can take classes when you need to bone up or when you feel like there's something that isn't like there for you. There's tons of free like there's YouTube videos that are free. There's online communities of people who are like are willing to motivate. You have to seek that stuff out and you have to like put in the motivation. But I in a world in which I have limited money, I can muster the motivation easier than I can muster money. Mm-hmm. Like I can't force myself to get money. I wasn't uh, talking about money. I, I know, was talking but about... like for me, like so being self-taught is a necessity of living in a world in which I don't have the resources to like 
the have the luxury of like instructors who will do all the work like all the structural and motivational work for me and all i gotta do is show up and put in the work i've got a part of self-teaching is you have to set up the structure hold yourself accountable and like create the work for you to do all on your own yeah no i agree i just was saying like you can find like the community part can be free like yeah no no that's what i'm saying like but like seeking out good communities that you mesh with and like can network with and like are helpful for you. That's a, that, that is a lot of work. I'm not going to deny that that's a lot of outlay of like time and investment and like personal energy. Like I find it really hard to like meet, meet new people. So that's going to take a big expenditure of energy, but it's there if you want to do it that way. If you need a communal aspect, there are, there are oh, yeah. communities for every possible thing that you're interested in. It's true. Like, we three were like we we didn't because we were doing too much other stuff but we're talking about the idea of setting up like a writing club where we shared each other's stuff and thought about it uh and like that would basically fill the role of everything i find beneficial about a formal college setting of just uh work is done and discussed and like talked about and there's like something beyond just this lonely drive to do it because i'm really bad at sustaining that but when it becomes a communal thing i can sustain it really well Mm -hmm. same here and see for me i don't find the communal aspect very valuable and i've never had like for me it's just like i grew up learning as like a thing that i did when around other people being foisted upon me because my school experience is so like not fulfilling uh, mm-hmm. and it's always, like, that's always been that way for me. I like, I don't ever particularly feel like other people help me. Like, I feel like I could always probably do it faster myself. I disagree. Like we have run a podcast together, which is better because we've both done it yeah, together. But like, but, like, a, like a podcast in particular is like almost like making a film. You can't do it on your own. Sure. But we're not both there because we couldn't do it alone. Like the experience. You of might not be. <laughs> if I could have a good two-person podcast that didn't involve other people, I probably would do it. It'd be way easier than trying to wrangle our podcast every month. I mean, I know you said to me specifically that you didn't think you'd be able to keep something like up this yeah, long. Yeah, no, I a... didn't think I could collaborate this long and not hate. Collab- yeah, collaboration. <laughs> yeah, and I don't because I wouldn't have been able to keep anything up for that long as someone on their own. Like in having a thing having other people involved and people relying on me is like my biggest motivation no i i ran my own movie website with articles three times a week for over two years i can work on my own just fine (laughs) when i work on my like the problem with asking people to set up their own structures is that people are terrible at setting up structures for themselves like it requires such an amount of self-awareness about limits and like uh your own emotions that even if you have you can go wrong like just see what i did the last three months like i set up an idea and a plan for myself on a project and it became a, this just massive i mean there dream. are reasons why that didn't work out that don't have anything to do with the project was a bad idea no and no they have to do with my brain uh structures things like my it, i'm bad at structuring like what i need yeah, but also you did, like you things. didn't even start out with a realistic expert like i can't start drawing and say i am going to make like a finished comic book in a year that i can sell like i could but it's not realistic mm-hmm. i guess i also I, I like that's the thing i've been learning to stop doing is that whenever i do something i overplan what i could do and thus no just like so much of beginning it. to learn something is feeling out like just how hard like you don't even know how hard it is until you're three months in and even Mm -hmm. then you know nothing like all you know is the barest tip of how little you know yeah like i've been writing crap for years and i feel like only now do i actually know how long it would take me to write a script i mean like 
it's a pretty like old adage at this point, but like, I don't even remember. I think it might've replied to writing first, but it's like, you don't know how you can't be good at writing until you're at least 10 years in and you know how bad you are at writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know that. So like being in that state where you know that you're actually bad and will be good one day and just being okay with that is like, and like good is like a total trap also because good is super subjective. Like the, the pieces that people respond to of yours or the drawings that people like of mine at this point have very little to do with my own opinion of them or your opinion of them. 100% this is true. So good is like irrelevant. What matters is how much worth you take out of both the process and like the result when you reflect back on it. Mm-hmm. I think that's true of especially creative work, but especially because with creative like creative work or even like learning like learning a skill, <laughs> you have to value the act of the learning more than you value the finished product. Mhm. Because if you only value the finished product, you'll always end up feeling empty and unfulfilled towards the end. Yeah, and I, I fall into that hole a lot in that I often see learning as a waste of time, even though I know it's not like the I feel like I have wasted my time if I don't have something to show for every hour I've put in. Oh. That's an unhealthy view for everything. You, know, you you can't do that because you you need to put in the work to get to the point where you can even yeah. make anything to begin with. Right, yeah, you but also be you have to be willing to have the things that you make be bad so you know mm-hmm. what not to do. And I, like I know that, like I have gotten good. Like good is a wrong term. I've learned enough skills in my time to know a hundred percent that's the case, and I'm still bad at being okay with it. Like I'll always be really anxious when I'm not able to. I mean, just yeah, put like out things. Th- th- part of part of self teaching yourself anything is learning to like deal with your own failures in a constructive way mm-hmm. because it's going to end in failure period either formal failure that's helpful and that this task was really hard and i've like learned something but it didn't turn out the way i wanted or even just some days i come home and i'm tired and i just need to lay down and like watch wrestling all night and get nothing done and mm-hmm. you've got to be okay with that because at the end of the day you're still doing way more work than anyone ever expected of you and you do it for your own sake and it's okay to like also take time for your own sake yeah yeah i agree it's like i I don't have the formal i haven't built up the formal structure within myself and so when i try it has it often falls down in many many ways but i feel like every time i've tried like i've learned more about the process of trying to build that structure yeah and like self-teaching yourself like helps reinforce it but being really self-aware of your own processes and like being able to note where you're at and where you're going and why like both emotionally in the moment but like the bigger picture outside yourself is really important Mm -hmm. like it's hard to do this if you aren't aware of how you work and are really honest with yourself about it and like compassionate towards the parts where it's really hard and sometimes you just can't be bothered to put in the extra work like at the end of the day i know i'm lazy like I am an incredibly <laughs> lazy person, and yet I you... realize that, like, I'm a workaholic compared to most people I know. You're not lazy, Matt. I am an incredibly lazy person. I never want to do anything. I'm never motivated. I just don't <laughs> know what else to You're do. You're the most motivated person I know. I mean, mate, I guess I understand that. Into, like, not being motivated by what cons- I consider motivation, but instead being motivated by this, like, futile need. It's not futile, though. Like, I can sure, be like, existential like, and bleak and say it's futile, whatever. But at the end of the day, like, <laughs> I enjoy having done these things, but I never, like, I never ever want to do them when I look at, like, my sketchbook and I'm like, oh, I should draw something. It's always but, resentful like that. 
Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's that's never what, not like, the today I woke up and I'm like, oh, I've got a podcast twice. Uh, and I enjoy <laughs> podcasting. It's fun. I enjoy this. I enjoy trash. Like, I enjoy the stuff I do. I never look forward to it. I'd much rather be lazy. I just, I just don't. I just can't do that. Ah, uh, I feel like th- this is slightly different uh, to like creating I, things. Th- I consider this part of creating stuff. No, I agree, but like I like hanging out and doing a podcast is a way more fun form of expression than editing the podcast. Like that's the thing I go Ugh, about uh, the time-consuming stuff. It, mm-hmm. It's interesting because I often am the opposite of that. Like I find the podcast recording really draining and like often like difficult and frustrating. The editing is just like a cool way to kill an even like it's got it's like when you clean your like clean your living space and you feel really like good about it, even though it's like work. Like it's like really simple work that you can kind of turn your brain off for and just enjoy the act of doing. Yeah, like a mindless thing with to do with your hands. Yeah. Or... I mean that gets into like a conversation about uh being um like extroverted and stuff. Which, that would be the one where we'd all be bearing our insecurities. You know, I'm not insecure about being an introvert. I'm just the most introverted. Mm-hmm. Oh, insecurities are wrong word, but that's the, like, that's the topic that's more close to home for all of us. Yeah. Because uh, I know we're... Uh, the, like, the performativity of being social is exhausting for both of us in different ways. Uh, I don't know how... It's not how even performative. Like, that. I don't perform around you or Destiny, but I'm tired if i spend all of my time with either of you i specifically meant like the act of oh i'm recording a thing to be sure but i listen to i don't i'm not coming to this one uh, partially because it's not my podcast to like be that oh sure but yeah that makes sense i don't know i think that was good talk me too good talks yeah thumbs up for good talks you can't see them but they're up i'm not putting my thumbs up I can feel it. I'm I'm fiddling put with you, a pen. I'm not going to put my pen down. Put your thumbs in the air. Like I just don't care. Like you just don't I'll care. I'll put them up, but I'm also going to pop them because most of my thumbs pop out of their sockets because I'm done with it. I bet if I put it up to the microphone, you could hear. No. The... Don't you dare. No. There you go. That's what You're you the... get. That's the worst human being. You're just the worst human being. <laughs> I am doing that, though, just so you know. Okay. Hooray. You, you don't need to hear, but you need to know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess that was the topic. Did, it, did I cover everything you wanted? Yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, I, I, want, I felt like I should have been more, like, have more questions and go, go deeper into stuff. But, like, you were super informative and got to all the points, covered it quick. This is just going to be a nice short podcast, then. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, fun. Look at us. Look at us. I, I do want to point out that, like, if you just want a general, like, sense of what it means to be, like, an autodidact, uh, I highly recommend the podcast Still Untitled, which is a tested podcast, or just tested.com, the website in general, which started out as, like, a tech site, but has basically become uh, Adam Savage from Mythbusters is on that podcast and technically, like, owns that website, quote unquote. But uh, it's about teaching yourself, like, Basically, like, maker crafts, like, either, like, modeling or, like, creating props or costumes and stuff. But in general, it is what it means to be, like, passionate about a thing and then teaching yourself a bunch of, like, really obtuse skill sets in order to achieve that stuff. But in general, it's good advice for just the mentality towards 
projects and learning. And I've gotten a lot out of it. I wouldn't be drawing as much as I am if not for that podcast. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, I like that cool, podcast. Cool. I, I can vouch for it. Lots of inspirational, like not intentionally inspirational because they're just talking about their lives on that show and the stuff that they're into. But it just comes across as like when you hear it, you're like, yeah, they can do it. I can do it. And it makes you want to just try all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Cool casts. Yeah, cool. Thank you very much for listening to today's short Goose episode. They will run different lengths depending on what guests we get, what we're talking about. Don't know what next time's going to be yet, but hopefully it'll be good. I feel really bad that I didn't like close you guys out with a three-hour epic. I feel like I have it in me. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> hey, you'll be back. Yeah, we're going to have you back. God. I have a topic that I want you to talk about. Okay. Uh, if you're I guess we should... About it.
seeing as we have time and we're not like emotionally drained wrecks like normal, we can actually close it out with a what's a cool positive thing. Because that was our first idea. But every single time since, we've been too bummed out to say that. Let's talk about a positive thing. Let's talk about a positive thing. Who would like to go first with surprise positive thing? I don't know what this segment is. I'll I'll go first. We're just going to talk about something positive because usually we talk about bummers. Are they Uh, personal positive things or... It uh, can be anything, but for me, like one of them was ninety nine percent invisible. Though. This is the thing that I have listened okay, to. Okay, I've good. got one of these. Yeah. All right. So, like, okay. my positive thing is, uh, I am weeks away from being an aunt for the very first time. Hey, look at you! I'm you su- didn't do anything. I'm super excited about it. So, like, it's something I'm looking forward to. Like, my week has been bad, and everything's been yeah. like sleepy and horrible and grumpy. And then I'm like, oh wait, there's gonna be like a new person in my family. Destiny, I've got some amazing news for you. How would you like to have all the cool parts of being a parent with none of the annoying parts? I can't wait. All Become I'm, an aunt today. I'm, I'm going to put that kid on cute outfits and fill him with sugar and teach him about cool stuff. And it's going to be great. Don't fill that kid with um, sugar. I heard how you were raised. He's going to get enough sugar. Okay, no, yeah, no sugar. But yeah, it's just nice because like... I lost a member of my family, and now I'm I'm getting all these new ones at once. Like I have cu- a few cousins that just had kids, and it's nice. It's real nice when the family grows. Mm-hmm. I have a really small family, and it's like the couple of members of extended family I know I don't actually like to see. So I have also a very small family, and uh, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I don't understand big families. They seem very scary to me. Is okay. It's just, I mean, it's not like we deal with each other 24 7. If we did, I think we'd all have, we would have murdered each other by now. I feel like out of the three of us, just a quick tangent into this, you have the most like importance of a value on family. Whereas, like, I feel like because of what happened with my dad and everything, I have this super, um, like entrenched idea that like family doesn't mean anything. What you are in relation to me and how you treat me and how I treat you is what's important. Like, I'm actually very low on the idea of familial obligation. I so, don't like it either, s- but I also have it for certain people, but only because I don't I don't buy into blood is thicker than water, but, like, I feel like yeah. the people in my family that I respect and that respect me back and that I actually, I, like, most of them I love a lot. And, like, yeah, it, they, I put a high priority on them, but mm-hmm. they would do it for me. Yeah. And then I, some of, I feel most like of them I read have. both of you as family first in a way that I do not understand. But, like... It'd be different if they were abusive or terrible. And I'm, well, okay, your family make... can be abusive and terrible. That's sometimes, yes, but like not. I don't know. I guess. What am I trying to say? Like, there's nobody's done any deal breakers, and there are certain things I won't trust certain family members with. And to me, that's different. With I, I like. It's not like I, I'm not going to stop loving someone because they misunderstand me, but I'm not going to let them, you know, uh, treat me bad. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Um, my family stuff's in a fun way at the moment. It's complicated. I mean, I think all Hell families yeah. are complicated. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, uh, even if you don't put family first, you're going to have a weird relationship. Yep. Yep. Agreed. I guess I am the next positive thing. Shit, I came up with a segment, so I should probably have something. I can go yeah. first. 
Okay, but I won't have something after you're done, also. So you've got Try some time to think. Something. My positive my thing best. is uh, Steven Universe, which is what the internet's all on about, and I oh, can't yeah. get these two to be on board. I don't know where to watch it. Not, Someone needs to link me. I'm not anti Steven Universe. I'm I, just busy. Uh, but Steven Universe is a Cartoon Network show uh, made by Rebecca Sugar. You probably already know about it because it's the thing. Uh, if if you listen to this podcast, you probably are on Twitter. And if you're on Twitter, you probably know about Steven Universe because it's everywhere. But it's really good. I watched it kind of as the hype had already like hit peak Steven Universe hype. And it's still good. Uh, if you want a show that's just very about making a kid's show that is like progressive in interesting real ways that is the show i like it a lot it's great you can watch it on the first season most of the first season is on hulu but if you just search watch steven universe online you can find a website that has all the episodes oh so it's an anime (laughs) that's how anime is defined not how how most television is defined believe it or not I feel like if I wanted to get like a network television show and search that, I would not find the answer. But if it's an anime, you have every single answer on every page. Mm. This is my experience with watching TV shows online. I don't know. I watched so many like, like that's how I started Mad Men. That's how I started Battlestar Galactica. That's how I started watching Lost. That's how I watched mm-hmm. all of Twin Peaks. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have come to my positive thing. I'm still. I didn't do anything apart didn't from playing Mad Men. Didn't you have a nice family dinner or something? Was that nice? I did. Just I, I, nah, it was fine. Like it, I, it was a decent enough dinner. When was the last um, time you laughed? <laughs> in this podcast. Okay, that's positive. You had a nice podcast with your friends. <laughs> positive thing. Uh, the Give Zone. It's a podcast uh, run by me and Destiny Sturdivant. We had a we had a really good Friday night together. Does that mean nothing, Jackson? Oh, (laughs) is it now time to throw back in my face all the good things that I'm not mentioning? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. We did. We had a good. I don't know if I was meant to bring that up. We had a good talk Friday night. Hey, talk to your friends. It's good. Like, I mean, don't you don't have to, but I guess you could. Shut up. Bullshitting is fun, but it's also good to probably talk have in like i feel like all my relationships are defined by having intense conversations about things mine too no, not even in, not even intense but just di- like diving into that stuff otherwise people are just acquaintances to me this is how i work but yeah uh, yeah i, I want of... all my conversations to be intense yeah i'm gonna have an intense conversation about these horror movies dusty set up can't wait can't wait i can't oh. wait wait what horror movies well, I was, that was it, that is what that was my impression of Destiny. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know nothing. Apparently, it is your secret long-term project, not so secret, to make me into someone who's. I was gonna say I would movies. love it if you watched some horror movies. <laughs> Holy shit! It's a but plan. I, I got all terrified in Ex Machina at moments. See, Aww. I. So, I mean, we'll talk about this in another podcast. I think calling that a horror movie is really misleading because it's not at all. No, it's not. It's not but a, it's nobody not called it one in my. I saw people like talk about it as like. I saw people talk about it and it follows in the same breath, and that is like <laughs> not the way to go. I never. No, no. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, I hey, need to hey. see it follows. Listen to part two on Trash Picked Ratio to find out more about Ex Machina. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Are we going to plug Goodbye. Zone or Plugs Rule? Shh, fuck. I did it again.
Let's I can't it. have you on a podcast without forgetting the fuck zone. <laughs> I, w- I was going to say, like, you could totally just plug in, like, uh, a thing you could add on later. Like, it doesn't No, this is, this is fine. This is perfect. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Matt, where can we find you? You know, podcasts are a learning experience, but at some point you have to show improvement to prove that uh-huh. you're learning. Uh-huh. You can find me uh-huh. at Twitter, uh-huh. at LetRock, uh... And uh, check out Abnormal Mapping, which I guess I'm in charge of, but these two are also there. Uh, check. You're being played out to lit right now. The Abnormal Mapping YouTube Ooh. channel is really good. Go check it out. Jackson's bad at Zelda, but I'm pretty good at Fallout. It's hard to be bad at Fallout, to be fair. Uh, I am at Headfuls Off on Twitter. You can find me at headfullsoff.com with all the things I do. Trashbackratio.com for the, that podcast. Uh, yeah, that's... That's where I am. It's cool. Destiny. <laughs> I am at Fridge Buzz now on Twitter. You can find my other podcast on iTunes. It's called Badland Girls or at badlandgirls.com uh, or, you know, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I'm also on Abnormal Mapping. Uh, we just released our great game series, some writings on games. Yes. Uh, it's good. You should check it out. And I am on Trashback Ratio with these two. And uh, we do this. We do this every other week. And we hope that um, you like it. This we actually sense. will start doing it every other week because I am, t- tomorrow probably, going to be ordering the computer. Woo! Yes. And so. the the summer of our discontent will pass to our winter of content. <laughs> <laughs> we make that joke every winter. Do we? <laughs> so yes, uh, uh one out. of One of our... You have me to thank for that, listeners. I guess we do. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it would have been goofzone.com. I cannot imagine why you would make a podcast called Goofzone and not get goof.zone. <laughs> goofzone.com is, I bought that first, so you can also go to goofzone.com, but it just redirects to goof.zone. It should have a splash page that just says, why would you go to .com when .zone exists, idiot? And then redirects you after like 10 seconds. Oh, and just a, pic- a picture of your... Idiots. It's just a picture of your Twitter icon. Sure. 